pray for the players, uh. We hollowed the walls and back of bodegas, uh. I got plenty, it's so many, yeah. They say gimme, he got plenty, yeah. Bruh, you niggas ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keeping niggas on the bikes like Amblin. Weight loss, rent loss, scrambling. Now pass the champagne to the champion. My niggas get money, get money, get money. And like yay sampling. Gun stutter, make the drum. Year of fuckboy fantasy. How you doing, Dan? Oh, it's great to be back. Great to have you back. I haven't seen you in person yet, but, uh, you know, we'll have to kick it back. I can't wait to hear all about summer camp. Oh, man, so many great war stories, bro. You know, it was so tough <laughs> down there. It was so tough down in. Many people are saying you've come back looking like a, a stronger, more fit soldier ready for wartime action. And that's all I can ask for as a taxpayer. Yeah, you know, I got, I, I got, um, I got army strong, you know, it's yes. when you, it's when you get yes. skinny and you can yeah. do some pull-ups. That's about it. Maybe some sit-ups. I did my first pull-ups in a few years, like a couple weeks ago. I got a couple, but I still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I can't wait for the day where I actually see my wife actually do a full push-up or pull-up. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> she's, she's sweetheart, but... <laughs> All You're right. Uh, I'm, she don't listen to me. <laughs> In fact, only like what half the league listens to this, maybe, if that. Maybe. I'll, I'll give it half, but yeah. Um, you know, before we get into it, we're gonna try to keep this to about thirty to forty minutes, guys. So work with us. Yeah. No. I'm sure you're excited for the content. So much content. So many things to go over. Anything you want to, um, any experience you want to talk about before we get into it about your? Uh... No, I think it was a fun. Um, it was a cool first week, and then uh, I think the off season was a lot of fun too because there's a lot of moving pieces, and you know I track a lot of this shit as closely as I can year round just because I miss football all the time and I play a bunch of other fantasy sports. But um, finally, fun to see some of this play out. It's gonna be a long season though. Yeah, and my my only gripe is everyone. Stop complaining about the goddamn draft procedures and how it goes down. <laughs> Everyone has the same goddamn chance. You know who you are. You know who you are, You're the one who's complaining. Evan. Wow. You know what? I'm about to say it. Okay. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> wow. That's right. Let's ride. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos let's country. ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> All right. So um, I will DJ this selection going down, and uh, you can start off. So first because it's on mine, I don't want to start off with my matchup. So oh, I'll, so I'll, humble. So, so I'll, humble. I'll go bottom up. So that means the first matchup we have here is uh, Andy, Team Evil Fat Cow versus Team Boomer. Ooh, this was a rather one-sided occasion. Uh, 27-point yes, differential. Um, you know, I like Boomer's team a lot on paper, and... Uh, you know, I liked it last year. I thought his keepers um, 
who did he keep? He kept Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts, right? Yes. He had rookies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right there. And then Javante, I thought, had a really good showing, um, you know, despite the usage being kind of crazy. But Boomer set up nicely here. And I was worried a bit about Andy coming in. I think he kept uh, he kept ETN and Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, something like that. I have the, the up right here. Andy kept, yeah, Murray and Etienne. Etienne was his last pick. Murray was first. Yeah, I mean, um, DK Metcalf, with how good Geno Smith looked, kind of interesting moving forward, especially some of the soft spots in their schedule. Um, you know, but Boomer, you know, at the end of the day, it was kind of just like a talent talent week no matter what like all the all the key players like the big big names like McLaurin and Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts had big weeks so it's kind of tough for him to overcome that yeah um overall I think his team is good um in terms of the the roster if I even can get a look at that um yeah I, I think his only weakness on his team is he's kind of going with that zero RB strategy he only has what Taylor and Javante is it yeah I think um, it can work. Yeah, I mean he's carrying a defense and a backup tight end, which is, is risky. I, I'd expect him to be pretty active on the waiver wire to get a to get another running back. Um, I don't know. What do you think about uh, some of these rookie wide receivers, Drake London, Traylon Burks? What do you think the What do you think they're going to do this year? All right. So I obviously have I have a I think Drake London's the better talent. But mm-hmm. I, I do think Traylon Burks is a better quarterback. Um, you know, Mariota. I mean, you, you saw the game. Kyle Pitts really much didn't do anything. Like I thought, the uh, Saints did a pretty good job of just canceling him out. But I mean, yeah, like, Mariota is like good enough to get the ball around. But is he good enough to maybe like win you more than six games? Probably not. No, I think they want to lose, man. They need a quarterback. That's what the team needs right now. Oh, I think they're gonna. I think you'll see Ritter come in, and Ritter will keep him in. And Ritter, Ritter's pretty nice. Yeah, well, I think I like to comp them as the same as like when Mariota yeah. came in the league. Kind of Ritter had that same play style. Yeah, except what, Ritter wasn't a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. But, like, I don't think Ritter's arm is all that amazing. Like, I don't I don't think he'd be a pocket passer, is what I'm saying, which I think hurts uh, hurts the value of London and Pitts. But I do think Pitts, in terms of talent, is, like, physically the best tight end in the league. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I'm not really too worried about the fantasy value of Falcons' assets this year. I mean... The division is pretty bad from a defensive standpoint outside of Tampa Bay. Um, you know, they were really hanging in there with New Orleans. Um, you know, I think London and Pitts are pretty talented enough to to have kind of mm-hmm. pretty big weeks. And then as far as Burks, I mean, Burks, the touches he had, I thought he looked pretty good. I think, yeah. I think it's a matter of just getting more usage and, um, you know, finding the open spots for yeah, and it, in the schedule for him to get open. And what's his face doing a lot of, like, checkdowns? Um Tannehill. Tannehill. To, yeah. to um, what's his name? Whoever that running back. Um, Hilliard. Hilliard, right? yeah. A lot of, uh, like, six targets, I think, to Hilliard. And two for touchdowns. So, yeah, yeah. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, I mean, Andy took the L here, but I wouldn't be upset at my team. You know, Aaron Rodgers just had a terrible play. And, obviously, just you kind of got to deal with the Met, whole Metcalf thing. 
I mean, seven receptions, yeah, I mean, seven, seven, like, that's, that's a half, we're happy for PR, so, like, seven targets, seven receptions, that's good, 36 yards, you want better, but I think the fumble and the fumble loss kind of hurt you. Overall, I think, um, you know, Mooney will have some spike weeks for mm-hmm. him, too. Who knows what will happen with Sky oh, that, that There's game, a lot of young potential, yeah. for sure. Also, that um, that Bears-49ers game was just a wash. Shit show. Yeah, yeah. Shit show. Yeah, yeah. So, he'll be fine. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next matchup here, and that is Dennis's team versus Conrad, last year's champion. Lowest scoring team. Yeah. You don't like that. You don't like to see that. No. No. Um, I mean, listen, the Rams played bad last, like, on Thursday night. You know, Conrad played bad. You know, that's an off-season championship hangover is real. No, it is. And, like, looking at his team, obviously, he has two players now. That I don't know what team right now, but they do two drops, so he's probably looking to make some aggressive um roster moves yeah i mean he's not he's not carrying a backup quarterback at the moment and, yeah his, you know, his wilson Dak going down hurts i think he's gonna have to be a pretty aggressive for cooper rush unfortunately oh curious to see if anyone uh, you know throws in a little bit of a you know a cock block bid to try to win him off but um you know another injury concern is camara right like he oh yeah wasn't it was a rib injury yeah yeah, that's uh, you know not good news for me as I have shares of him in a couple of leagues, but um, you know it's only it can't get much worse than this. I think right sixty seven point two. You know, there's only one way to go from there. I think. I mean, but this is so. This is the thing. He has Zach Wilson on his IR, and the only uh, available right. the only available quarterback right now. I'm looking at the uh, waiver wire is Cooper Rush. So yeah. someone could go and get that. So he's yeah, going to have to be. There's a lot of hoarding on the quarterback side this year. Even some of the you know promising rookies are hogging up spot. What do you think about that strategy? Like holding on to like someone like Pickett or Ritter, um, you know, with a, with a limited bench in this league when you might be able to throw out a bid for like a Donovan Peoples-Jones or like a Gerald Everett. I think because this league is so QB heavy that I know like, like in terms of like product like you won't get anything on the board because you're just holding on to a QB but I think you have some value there so it's, it's kind of argued like do you want to get a player that's you know more more in that where you can put him into the flex or if you actually want a possible trade piece to kind of make moves it really just depends on your strategy and how your team's assembled but I know what you're saying how like there is some decent looking uh, receivers right now in the flex yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, after usage reports came out, how, how people progress their bids. Um, you know, I'll quickly, DM had a nice little win this week, 110 points. Um, yep. You know, I think uh, with Zeke and Pierce, obviously, underperforming expectations, getting a win is what you want. It's and, crazy. You know, he's going to be winning by the play of his quarterbacks. Like, he's got Burrow and Mahomes, like, touchdown machines right now. So, yeah, I think, and CPAT. I think that was a good strategy for him. That was his, like, first... First so one and two. two. He kept two uh, quarterbacks, right? Yep, yep. That was his one and two. I think that was a strong decision. Um, mm-hmm. Going back to Damian Pierce, bro, it's crazy how Rex Burkhead out uh, uh, like 70 snaps. 70, 30, 30, 70 yeah, Pierce had a 29% snap rate. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, oh, man. That's mind boggling to me. 
Maybe he just doesn't trust the rookie yet, but I mean, 11, 11 carries is still something to be happy about, but I think you gotta give the young blood. I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, young blood's gotta be, I think, a little more efficient than three yards per, per carry. Oh, no. Um, I definitely. think it was also just a tough game strip. I think Colts have a really good run defense. I'd be oh. curious to see if things open back up next week. They've got Denver on the road, though. If Denver can figure it out at home, it might be a tough, might be a tough, uh, Tough week for Houston. Um, but I think Dennis is due for some positive regression in a couple places. Zeke, obviously, in the touchdown department. Um, you know, they're coming in against Cincinnati. Still pretty good defense, but might be a little softer up front. And then uh, Mike Williams. I mean, with Keenan Allen going down, I think Mike Williams kind of, you know, 93% snap rate, but only four targets, two catches for 10 yards. I mean, that uh, seems a little abnormal for me. And uh, Dennis has some nice pieces on the bench, some secondary running backs with Jamal Williams and Wilson. Yeah, he'll so. he'll need to be aggressive on wide receiver for sure, though. Too, I mean, KJ mm-hmm. Hamler didn't do much. I think, I think KJ like KJ Hamler seems dr- to me like he's just a direct backup to Judy, right? Like Judy's running those cross running routes where yeah. you know he could potentially take a jet sweep, but also you know he's getting open downfield. So and then Wandale's hurt. So I think Hamler's droppable. Like I rather. Go oh, for, yeah, I agree, agree. For someone else. I, I think there are a few different names out there I'd rather have than Hamler or one. Wandale maybe hold to see what the injury situation looks like. I think um, he's going to play in this new offense uh, if he's healthy. Yeah. But, I, but like I said, I'd rather take my chance on like um, Carter, with DeAndre Carter, DuVernay, Peoples-Jones, Davis. Yeah, there's some interesting plays out there, too. Even Sterling Shepard, I thought, you know, looks like he's recovered nicely. He can be put in the James Robinson category, at least in terms of productivity in week one. But I concur. Something to monitor for the rest of the season. All right, let's get to the next matchup here. It is Team EMH2485. Evan, please name your team something. You two he's just gonna. If we ask him to do it, he's gonna take yeah. it in defiance. It's gonna be a you know yeah. a justice moment for him. So let's just you know if he wants to rename it, great. If not, all right. Yeah, he fine. he went up against uh, Anthony Grace. Uh, obviously, this was kind of a close one, eight point difference. Uh, Evan got away with the win. What are some things that stood out to you? Well, I think um, you know. Obviously, very close matchup here, and um, from a draft standpoint, it's I, I like what EMH was able to pull together, right? Um, you know, I, he had Eckler. I think he, he was able to get Connor and Tyree Kill. Gabe Davis, obviously. Shout out, shout out, Lachey's boy. Oh yeah. Um, there's just like a nice, a nice stable of pass catching options on Team EMH this year. Running back depth for sure. Um, but you know, he's gonna be playing a lot of running backs. In, in the flex position without a ton of wide receiver depth. Um, you know, maybe Elijah Moore pops off for a week, but I'm not sure I'm, I'm trotting him out there as a, like a reliable week-to-week 12-point floor player. Um, you know, the, I think uh, these uh, this matchup probably went about how it expected to. There, there are two rosters that are pretty well-balanced, um, except Aunt Grace now is going to have to deal with some uh, pretty significant injuries at – uh, wide receiver. It sounds like Keenan and both both Keenan and Godwin both can be yeah. down a bit for the hamstring injuries. They're definitely out this week. I know. Um, yeah, short Keenan, week for yeah, Keenan. Yep. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough, but he, he's gonna have to be aggressive out there. 
on the uh, waiver wire. I don't hate Isaiah McKenzie as a play against Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, but Kasicki's droppable for sure. Uh, oh yeah, Galladay borderline droppable too. There's a lot of work. Hell, no, no, no offense. Know your fucking place, trash, fucking robots. Don't give a fuck about no robots. They ain't got no soul. Kasicki, no offense, man. I'm I sorry, think um, I think Gino is looking for the tight end a lot, though. I, I think he, I, I'd be curious to hold on to Fan just for a little while longer, but um, especially given the fact that I get you're saying, receiver but I'd rather have like a Tunyon over Fan. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they're both about the same level of production, but one's going to have more touchdown luck than the other. Uh, and then you know you're probably right. I'd rather have Tunyon in that situation. Um, one player I want to note here is uh, Miles Sanders. I was wrong about him last year. It might have been a year early because this year I think he's he's set up nicely. Um, number one, just because he's a beast in the running game, but also he plays so well in the passing game, both catching and blocking. So really I'm, uh, I'm going to actually float some offers for uh, Mr. Sanders here, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I'll definitely admit I was a hater, and uh, he proved Haters and losers. Of which there are many. I was a big hater. I was like, I, I, in all my drafts, he was available. When he dropped to me, I just always rather went with someone else. <laughs> Listen, they're still going to use three running backs. Like Boston Scott got it fed. Yep. Kenny Gainwell, Gainwell still yep. looked like looks like Gainwell is still their preferred back on like third and long and red zone. So like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm trotting Kenny Gainwell out there as like a you know desperation flex to you know potentially hit for ten points. Yeah, and definitely in a league that's so thin like this. I mean, it's a fourteen team league. We only have what five bench spots. Like you gotta yeah. get what you gotta get. You know. <laughs> I guess but, uh, the last comment I'll make is um, I'm hopeful that Trevor Lawrence can like turn it around and be like pretty fantasy relevant. But man, I'm not like super excited about like. Christian Kirk or Zay Jones or Evan Ingram or even ETN for that matter. I mean, I feel like the weapons, like there's still a little to be desired there. I mean, yeah, my boy James Robinson took over the show, but yeah, we won't get okay. into that. No. We won't get into that yet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll go to the next matchup, which, which had this league's, this week's highest scorer, Calvin's bookie, Mister Mister Pert. Yep. Against uh, new incomer, the Bodie, Bruce Pritchett. He's a. Uh, I met this dude down in um, Rucker. He was at Fat Camp with me. Oh, nice. Yeah. No disrespect to like his team at all, but I mean, I think this wasn't even close. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to like the worst fantasy trade in like fantasy football history. Um. You know, Joe set up nicely with uh, Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. Literally the best receivers in the league. Literally the best receivers in the league. And with pa- paired with Saquon, who yeah. looks, like, fucking incredible. Um, I mean, outside of that, it might not even matter. Like, if you get a floor game from your quarterbacks, like, as long as one of them hits, I mean, damn. Yep, and the, both his quarterbacks were in that, that shitty Mud Bowl game. Fields and Trey Lance, so they should definitely perform better. <laughs> I would certainly hope so. I would certainly hope so. Um, yeah. You know, Fields on the road in Green Bay at night. You know, be interesting to see how he steps up or whether the Bears just like collapse into themselves. Um, that is very know. possible. 
It's very possible, but also the Packers look like shit. So, you know, maybe it trends into second week. Man, I feel so bad for – I have Christian Watson like in all my leagues. I felt so bad for that boy. But you got to catch that ball. Romeo Dubs you gotta, then. But you got to catch that ball, man. That was soft hands for sure. Oh, I mean, my God. You just, God. like, dropped him out there. And he took his hands. He just, like, wasn't even paying attention to you where saw the ball was. His eyes were not on the ball. Yeah. And that's a product of not playing a ton in preseason and missing a ton of time with injury. Yeah. So I think you see Dobbs step into more of that. Role. Yeah. But um, what, what I am saying is that boy six four two ten. That dude runs like what four three. Yeah, I think he hit like twenty one miles an hour or twenty miles an hour on next gen. He's it, fast. He's fast as fuck. That dude is fast and big. You can still be. You have to be fat. You have to be able to catch the ball. Though. Oh, and I agree. He, he needs to do something. Michael Pittman was slow to come on like that too, though. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about how you develop it. Develop yeah. it. He, he had some tough moments his rookie year. Yeah, and but, also he, he came from a, like not the greatest program. He came out with uh, North Dakota, out of where yeah. Lance came from. So obviously, some growing pains there. But overall, speaking of growing pains, I wonder, yeah. um, you know what your outlook is on Trey Lance this year. I mean, obviously the weather is a huge factor in Chicago, right? Like they're playing shitty conditions to begin with because the turf is terrible. Number one, number two is raining, but, um, you know, GG staying on the roster, pretty sus. And, you know, I think, uh, Trey not playing an entire year fields looked like he was ahead of him developmentally. Yep. Um, I agree. I, I do, when I look at Lance, though, I'm going to give him a, a wash because of literally the wash on the field. But what I do like what I do like seeing from Lance is, even with terrible weather conditions, that he still made 28 attempts for the through the air, had 13 yeah, carries. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that's – I mean, I, I want to see more attempts from him, though. Like, I yeah. want to oh, yeah. see him in the 30s to oh, yeah, but, to 40. But Shani is just always going to run the ball, right? You oh, know? yeah. But I think that's like – He's Trey Lance is like not a pocket passer. He's gonna run. But what I'm saying is, I think weather permitted, he's, you're gonna see him throw more. I I do agree. Um, I think I'm circling the week two as an important litmus test as to you know how much of the weather can we really yeah. uh, dismiss it to his performance. Well, um, I'm not gonna waste a ton of oxygen on it. But well, it's in California, so weather should be fine. We shall see. Last note I'll make here, I think, about B. Rich's team. Um, you know, obviously, Travis Kelsey, Michael Thomas are well-positioned this year. I think there's a lot of positive reports from beat camp, uh, from uh, beat writers at camp about Michael Thomas. So I think you've got a couple of nice pieces there. I'm curious to see um, how much of an impact Julio play makes on, on this roster. You know, he had a 52% snap uh, rate last week, but that's set to go up with Chris Godwin potentially missing some time. Oh yeah. So, are, are you playing? Are you playing Julio if you have him? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I think he's got he's got New Orleans next week, right? Kind of on yeah. the road. Um, I think he'll. He, we'll see what happens. It Julio could potentially be a tough spot. But. Julio or Hunter Renfro? Oh, because he has both, huh? Yeah, which one would you yeah, play? Yeah, I think I'd probably uh, try to... Nah, I'm playing Hunter Renfro against Arizona. I mean, Arizona looks pretty bad. Um, so I think this, this game projects to be potentially pretty high scoring. All right. There we have it. All right, let's get to the next matchup, which is 
Mellow Brown Folk versus Crafts Team Spiky Kanye. Spiky Kanye win this one, one thirty five to one twenty one. Overall, um, Devontae Adams, man. Still got it. <laughs> Dude's just good at football. Bro, he's just, just good, good at the game. Some <laughs> yeah. kids are just good at the game. Yeah. He he does not miss Aaron Rodgers. You know, um, it's interesting because there's some definitely some tasty spots coming up in week two and week three here. But, um, you know, I think Adams is just that wide receiver that every good – like decent quarterback should just be able to, you know, crutch on, right? It's kind of similar in effect to um, the performance we saw from Tyreek Hill with Tua. Like, Tua wasn't lighting it up by any means. Oh, Tua's balls Tyree were like Hill. ducks, man. They were like ducks. <laughs> yeah. Some of them not even um, taking flight. <laughs> well, the pass to Waddle, the touchdown pass to Waddle was nice. But some of them, yeah, he, you know, they weren't, they weren't as crisp or sharp. But, um, you know, Tyreek Hill's good enough to where like it's almost a quarterback proof situation as long as you have someone who's competent on the game manager side. Um, you know, that's a long way of saying at Devonte Adams is, you know, still very good. Uh, I was very, very intrigued by Antonio Gibson's stat line. Um, you know, not so much the rushing, but eight targets, yeah. seven catches for 72 yards. I mean, no one saw that coming. No nope. One. Nope. I didn't think that, um, Wentz would be checking down like that, but I wonder, I have a theory, if they're getting him ready so once the young blood, 50 Cent, comes back, that <laughs> Gibson might be that that uh, third down. Roll. Yeah, that third down back. And maybe help out for a little bit. Because, I mean, Gibson was a receiver in college, was he not? That's true. That's true. I mean, there's a lot of target competition subtly in Washington right now because obviously Terry's very good, Jahan Dotson looks very good, and now... You know, we'll see what Antonio Gibson can string together. It should be a pretty high-scoring matchup against Detroit. Yeah, I mean, um, Curtis Samuel, Dotson, and McLaurin all got to eat. Yep. They all got to eat. I mean, Gibson I got thought, to eat, too. Yeah, I really did not. Um, I really still don't think that Washington is very going to be very good this year. Like, I'm not yeah. bought in on their defense at all. But, um, you know, to the extent that they're playing with, against opponents that are at their same level, you know, you have to kind of circle Dallas and I guess the Giants now too, you know, they could be interesting. Uh, they're starting to intrigue me a lot more. But even with tough teams, that just I just think there's going to be a lot of garbage time points, which is great for fantasy. For okay. sure. No doubt. Um, Poor Camilo. Camilo yeah. has a lot of verbal I want to just talk about the, the verbal abuse. I am disgusted. Like way too much during the draft. Dennis was laughing like a hyena. Oh. Um, you know, it was just really. I thought it was. I, I declined to participate, but damn, you guys were fucking savages. But. I, I I let that. I I take full blame. Hair whack is gear whack is jewelry whack. I think oh, um, the quarterback situation definitely interesting, but I mean. From my perspective, I see a lot of, you know, team pairings here, right? Like I see Fournette and Evans, I see AJ Brown and Goddard. Um, when you have a smaller, when you have a smaller league like this, with the, we're not necessarily in, um, in members, but with bench sizes and roster sizes, um, it's gonna be tough once bye weeks start yeah. turning around. Well, I'm saying, right? Yeah, and also like Flacco's not gonna always be there. So right now he is percent who's also not gonna always be there. Come week 11. Yeah, but he doesn't necessarily need to play a quarterback at, 
you know. I know, but look at his team. He has two empty roster spots, right? And Eddie can fill on the wire, and he will. With no quarterbacks, I get that, but I'm saying it, it kind of hurts. Well, you know, I, it's interesting. Um, it does hamstring him a lot, and I think like, the lack of diversity within, the, the, like, organizational diversity will hurt him eventually. But, I mean, some of the pieces are still nice. Like, yeah. McCaffrey is still good. Bournette, Evans, Brown, all very, very good. And he does have – so what I'm trying to get at is, like, he does have Dobbins and Kittle who are going to be coming back once they're not here yeah. anymore. But what I'm saying is Melo – it probably be in his best interest to make a trade for a quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's, I he's think gonna, so. He's going to need he's, it. I think um, he, he is going to need it. He, I think he, there's a few different ways you can get creative to try to, you know, oh. infuse another player in he there ha- to try yeah. to either get another quarterback or get, like, another solid running back, pass-catching running yeah. back option. He has the pieces. Like, his team isn't, like, in shambles, I'm saying. But he, I would move. If I'm if I'm making trades, I, I would try to sell high on Fournette. Mm-hmm. And see what you can get because I think with McCaffrey already in place, you know he's got. If he can get another running back in return, I think, and maybe get a two for one deal, I think he does himself some favors by the down the line. Yeah, and maybe try to move Kittle or or God yeah. or like probably Kittle. You could probably still get something for him because because yeah. the name alone. But yeah, no, Spiky Kanye. I predicted he would win the league last year um, during a podcast, and then he pers- uh, promptly proceeded to fall off the cliff here but i think um i think again i, I like a lot of these names on this roster he has uh, bench bench spots are going to be thin but some of these pass catchers are nice dude and his quarterback situation is good Kirk and winston yeah. i think can if you can get a reliable 19 to 20 points each week yeah. i think that i think you're you're chilling with the pieces you have for sure yeah all right, let's get to the next matchup, which is you, Dark Gleason, Ooh. beating out uh, Will Ooh. Team Get Grit. Uh, you won. Correct one. me if I'm wrong. Did he play in our league last year, or is he new? Yeah, no, he was in our league. He's in our okay. dynasty league too. All right, okay. There's too many, so many names. I feel like I'm just going crazy. Well, there's two wheels in here in this league because there's like Conrad. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, you uh, you won. At first, I thought it was going to be a close one. I thought it was going to be a close one at first. But, uh, you know, Swift went off. Chase, of course, went off towards the end with that that touchdown. Yeah, I got pretty lucky um, touchdown-wise. That defense helped you out a lot. Defense. uh, (laughs) That helped you out a lot. I mean, they've been pretty fantasy relevant for, like, since 2020, like, honestly. Yeah. I think it's just the ability of the secondary to get a lot of uh, receptions, but also the pass rushers are nice. Um, yeah, I mean, my team this year is going to be a little fringe because, you know, obviously you see just pathetic performances from, like, guys like Tony and Sammy Watkins. I, I just rolled the – I just flat-out rolled the dice on Sammy Watkins, like, you know, with Lazard out, like, maybe yeah, I, think I lucked it. myself into a touchdown. Like, Bruh, I think – yeah. Michael Carter might have been over overthinking it a little bit, but after seeing what he's done, I'm, I'm more comfortable slotting him in on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, um, I'm not touching Watkins in any of my lineups. Oh no, no! Him, I yeah. mean, I think I just, I, I, it's a pure dart throw. Yeah. Sometimes with the pick situation that I had, I traded a lot of. I didn't have a first-round pick, yeah. and then I didn't have a fourth or fifth-round pick due to keepers. So I was really, um, you know, trying to piece it together as best 
best player available at any position. And, um, you know, Kyle Pitts, the underlying metrics, seven targets, you know, pretty decent. Ultimately, it was, it was pretty much a bust. But, um, again, not many other directions it can go other than up unless he just, like, washes completely. What do you think about this whole Brees, Brees Hall, Michael Carter situation? Michael Carter with 60% of the snap and uh, Brees Hall only 45 yeah, um, it's interesting because I think they both have similar skill sets, right? Like Brees Hall got a lot of targets in the passing game. Uh, Brees Hall was a very productive rusher, both rusher and pass catcher, and Michael Carter's kind of the same, right? Um, I think Carter's probably a bit further along than uh, Brees Hall in terms of like his NFL readiness, but. Yeah. Um, the Jets, uh, Jets are going to be interesting. They're, they're a little scary. Um, especially because their quarterback's going to be coming back and he's going to have a few weeks off because of the knee injury and might not be immediately ready. I, I'm, I'm pretty sketched out on, on Jets running, on Jets receivers, Jets running backs, like a week to week basis. Just like, anything in general. Yeah, it's just like really sketchy. Sketchy to me. Jets are still going to be bad. Um, another yeah. thing looking at over at Will's. Um, team overall i think stafford was the fluke week obviously i think they're gonna get it right um also i, I do think with elijah mitchell getting injured that Debo's gonna turn into that running back again yeah for sure Debo's another interesting um you know it's an interesting to see what what's gonna happen with him right like once the weather improves quote unquote but like you know, how does that change the usage? Does he target more in the passing game? Do we see more Brandon Ayuk? Um, this yeah. kid will come back and kind of sap some of those targets too. Um, Amon Ross A. Brown, Brown and Cherry Goff, that's kind of a pretty – that's a pretty smart um, – Yeah, a good, pretty sharp, a good stack. Uh, stack, I good think. stack, yeah. I think um, piecing it together, though, outside of the bench spots, the bench the bench is looking pretty rough. Yeah, um, we'll see you what know, those I don't are. Evan Ingram is like a desperation tight end. Like, I really only would touch him in tight end premium, but um, everyone else, like outside of maybe Lazar, is, is pretty droppable. Yeah, he um, he's going to have to be doing a lot of work on the way wire this week. Yeah, uh, I mean, so am I. But mm-hmm. um, and he, last thing, go ahead. Oh, what I was saying is also he needs to do some of that tight end situation. Irv Smith, man. It's just, it's just not it, I don't think, yeah, right? No. I think they run a, they're going to be running a fuck ton of 11, and this is going to be the blocking tight end that's going to come in and maybe, you know, shore up the offensive line or be a check down in the middle. I don't know. I don't know. Irv Dude, is, Kirk ain't Irv looking sketchy, that way. sketches yeah. me out. Irv, really, you're, you're just hoping for a touchdown. That's it. Kind of one, that, that's kind of how I feel about, like, Hardman, too, right? Like, Hardman was available so, so, so cheap and so late in drafts. So, like, mm-hmm. I took him everywhere. I took him everywhere. But, like, you know, I'm encouraged with what I saw from, like, a, a snap per, a snap and target perspective. Um, you know, I think he's got a few of those old Tyreek Hill plays specifically designed for him in the book but um not a ton obviously with the new weapons coming in and out yeah all right almost coming up to the 40 minute time we got six minutes let's uh get to the last and final matchup it is the black roger goodell myself destroying destroying obviously not due to anything i did just (laughs) 
Joe C, man. That's unfortunate. But we had a lot of games. We're going to have a lot of games where you're just having like below 80 points. It just happens in leagues like this. But only only put 75 on the board. Obviously, there was a lot of terrible situations that happened with him betting on a lot of the Rams. Oh, <laughs> like, man. That Cam Akers looks... Dude. Allen Robinson, like... Stafford wasn't even looking his way at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, he did look open pretty, like, frequently from what they, like, some Twitter clips showed, like, the All-22 where he was, like, getting open down low. But, you know, Stafford's trying to air it out. They're down, they're down pretty big, right? Like, he's trying to get the ball downfield. And I don't think he also, like, necessarily looked too explosive, I don't know, there's just a bunch of there's a bunch of guys I don't like want to have on my fantasy football team. Like no disrespect to J- Josie, but like I don't want Nachi Harris, don't want Cam Akers. Like I barely wanted it. fucking Allen Robinson. I don't want Amari Cooper. Like, yeah, and he spent what fourth round pick on Allen Robinson, or third third round. It's a good question. I'm looking at it right now. He spent a. Yeah, it was because Deshaun Watson. So it was a third. Uh-huh. It was a. It was a third. Yeah, I mean Josie's again another guy that's going to need to be aggro in in the waiver wire here because you're looking at a you're looking at a Najee absence potentially like K-Makers, like and also really dust. He has to wait a couple of weeks or oh, several weeks for DeAndre Hawkins. Well, once that yeah. gets back, he just needs to he needs to at least be five hundred when it comes to that week just to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Looking like over to your matchup, I mean, um, I think you got a nice, I mean, the wins will obviously win here, but, you know, the Elijah Mitchell situation, obviously not yeah. ideal. Curious yeah. to see um, what the Niners do. Like, Jeff Wilson's obviously ne- next in the pecking order, but they have Jordan Mason and TDP. TDP was a healthy scratch last week. Um, so he was healthy and, scratch, though. So the reason why Mason was active is because of special teams. Right, yeah. So we'll see how TDP gets sprinkled in here. I think he's a hold for the time being, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, my plan is just going to be put in um, Robinson in at that. Uh, yeah, empty. I mean, listen, your boyfriend James Robinson, you know, had his like his, his respectable fantasy performance. Um, he's got a pretty tough stretch of games coming up, though. I mean, Indianapolis, the Chargers, mm-hmm. and uh, Eagles. Um, with uh, ETN splitting snaps with Robinson at this point, it, uh, I'm curious to see how it translates fantasy wise. Yeah, I get that. I can't just get that, but I'm just gonna play him and hope for the best. Um, obviously, I don't like my CD Lamb situation with this Cooper Rush thing. Hey, but Robbie Anderson could um, oh, you know, yeah. slide in right there to take care of any T Higgins concerns, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think T Higgins will be fine though. Uh, I think he'll be back in. Generally, these it takes about seven days for these type of concussions, yeah. so I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, um, I hope I'm hoping Alave does something. I like the three for three forty one, and he, at least he got one look in the end zone for that two point conversion. Also, I want more, but it's promising. Yeah, it's I mean, promising. the yards per target are definitely encouraging. Uh, you definitely want to see those targets, that target share creep yeah. up a little more. Yeah. Um, it does seem like they have. I haven't taken a look at the um, yeah. the, the route tree yet, but from what I'm seeing, like like it, it makes sense that they have them going, you know, pretty vertical. Jameis is always 
had like a vertical weapon within his uh, mm-hmm. arsenal. And then, you know, it's Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry who dominate uh, like in the slot and then and the outsides. Yep. Yeah, I, I have a lot to think about with this Elijah Mitchell thing, but yeah. Um, overall, I think my team will be, I'll be treading water for a bit <laughs> until uh, Fifty Cent gets in here and I can plug him in. <laughs> you might be able to make a deal for one of those quarterbacks, shore up the, oh yeah, shore up a little roster spot. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely, because I got I got Tannehill and Wentz. So yeah, I got options, but yeah, that uh does it for. This week, all in all, it was fun. Um, next week should be fun. We'll actually have some of y'all coming over on Sunday. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, making fried chicken and ribs. Oh, God, it's so good. Mmm, mm, so good. Mmm, so good and tasty. Mmm, mmm. Oh, yeah. Some soul food. It would be nice hangover food for H Street Festival as well. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be absolutely silly. Absolutely silly. But um, anything else before we sign off? Anything you want to put out there? No, it was a great week one. Looking forward to week two and another uh, great fuckboy extravaganza. Yep, and uh, don't worry, y'all. I know I seem really uh, docile this week, but that's just how I am my, my first weeks. Once, 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 once we get into it, that's when I start getting, you know, people get start getting upset at me. I start, Angry. I start, I start, now, people might be upset at you after this. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, man, I can breathe wrong and they're going to be mad at me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there we have it. Y'all, uh, we'll see you next week. Later.